Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Beautiful. Yes, I can. Oh, God. <laughs> How's it going? Wait, did it already start? No, well, it's recording, but I can, you know, edit and all that type of shit. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I'm great. I'm beautiful. I'm sitting outside right now. Yeah, I saw your uh, story. You're recording a new track. Yes, or... yes. I was working on a new uh, new OB song. Very exciting times. Um, Probably... Well, we're working on like kind of like a trilogy. Um, yeah. So we're, we're we're two mixtapes in. This is the third. Oh, both okay. are both are ten songs long. Like the the two that are already out, and then the one that we're working on is probably gonna be ten songs again. But I don't know. There are some uh, there are some songs I was working on that my plan originally was to just make like ten bangers, like ten really good just rap songs. But like. I've also been working on some other shit and like I don't know if I should put it on that or put it on my like personal SoundCloud. I don't know, we'll figure it out. Do it both. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean I kinda did that with the last one. I mean like the I just took the OB songs and kind of just like <laughs> rerouted them for my uh I noticed that in your um, what do you call it? Yeah. I mean you just released. I was like, oh that's nice. Yeah, well it's because I wrote those songs originally for the the Eddie Eddie account. And then it kind of just turned out, you know. But anyways, uh, should we get started? Yeah, definitely. Well, I was going to treat this like a fucking like Joe Rogan thing. Like, we're already like in it, but... Oh, like a, no, that's perfectly like, fine with me, dude. I mean... That's yeah, cool. Yeah, whatever you want. I fucking love Joe Rogan, so... Dude, he's good. <laughs> fucking god of casting right there. That's the man that, like, I'm telling you, bro, I wanted to do, like, a music podcast forever, but, like... I just can't find anybody that like really gives a fuck about it like I do. So I'm enjoying I this. Music. I don't listen to like a lot of it, but I listen to a good amount of it. I hear all about it from my buddies and everything and from you and the chat. Right. No, dude, it's it's my fucking life. I mean I I probably unironically listen to at least like I mean, I would say, like, it used to be, like, eight hours every day, but probably something more around, like, four or five. Yeah. And, you know, like, when I wake up, before I go to bed, when I'm bored, whatever, and, like, I just have, like, this <laughs> this Google Doc with, like, a list of albums that dropped this year that I still need to listen to, and then I rank them all, and, like, it's an obsession for me. Like, I know it's, like, that's why, like, I don't blame anybody for, like, not caring about it on the level that I do. And I'm not saying that I, like, necessarily care about it more than other people, but it's just, like, an obsession for me. You know, everybody has those things that we obsess over, and uh, oh, yeah. for me, it's definitely music. I mean, that's the only reason I make it is because um, I feel like it kind of just, like, boils over from my love of music. It's like, I love this so much that I want to do it. And um what got you into like wanting to do that though? Wait, what was that? What got you into like wanting to make music? Like what like artists or like what type mm. of music? Okay. Um well I'd say what got me into music was um fuck. Uh I would say are we a lot of cuss? Is yeah, it okay? Very you know, every single Joe Rogan guest has to ask if they can cuss. <laughs> so I was like, it just felt weird saying it, but but anyways, anyways, anyways. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I started writing music in, I'd say my freshman year of high school. Um, I'm a freshman in college now and 
it, it was really therapeutic for me, you know. I, I didn't have, like, too many friends growing up, and, you know, I come from a somewhat difficult background. We don't have to get into all of that, but, like, it was really, really therapeutic for me to write about these things, and they came out in the form of rap songs strictly because I don't know how to sing. But, you know, if you know, if you understand the art of hip-hop and you really take uh, some time to, like, really, you know, find the patterns and, like, the rhythms and, like, both both with your voice and with your lyrics, like, the, the, the rhyming patterns and all of that. Yeah. Um, it's pretty easy. You know, anyone can really do it if you take the time to do it. Singing is, like, a natural gift. I just, I was not blessed with it. Um, as for my inspirations, I mean... Growing up, my favorite was definitely Kendrick Lamar. Um, he was like the one that got me into rap. I used to listen to like a lot of like EDM and dubstep and shit. Unfortunately, oh god, yeah, no, I definitely, um, oh, I definitely went through that phase. Um, and then I found, uh, funnily enough, the first uh, Kendrick song I ever listened to was "Swimming Pools," and same. it came on. Oh, you said same? Yeah. Oh, good shit. Um. <laughs> So I was in the car with my mom and uh, she was picking me up from school. I think I was in eighth grade and the song comes on and it's on the radio and I'm listening to it and I'm like, this has got to be the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> this, this grown man is talking about uh, pouring liquor into a swimming pool and diving into it. That is so unsanitary. And it's just a waste of alcohol. Are you going to drink it? Like, I, you know, like, I was like, what is this? And then I was just so, like, stupefied by it and just dumbfounded that I was like, you know what? Um, I'll do a little bit of research. I want to see if, like, this is really, like, the kind of shit that they're putting on the radio nowadays. And I went on, like, the Rap Genius website, uh, went and looked at the the lyrics for Swimming Pools and, like, saw the the annotations. And I was like... Oh, so this is actually like a super deep and profound song <laughs> with like a lot of layered meanings that like just went right over my fucking, I don't know, 12 or 13 year old head. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, ever since then, I was just kind of hooked. You know, I started listening to, uh, I think my first favorites were like J. Cole, Chance the Rapper, Logic, even though I fucking like hate all of those guys now pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say you listen to Logic. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely used to. He used to be like pretty incredible, if you ask me. He used me. to be good, and then now it's just. Uh, I mean, I, I still don't like. He's pretty technically proficient. Like he's a very talented rapper. Oh, I just yeah. don't think he makes compelling music, and I don't think his lyrics are very compelling. But he's still very. It, it's just like Eminem, you know. Nobody's gonna mm -hmm. sit here and say that Eminem is a trash rapper, like. He can fucking wrap circles around anybody. But, like, what is he saying? What does his music sound like? Is he really making, like, good albums in the year 2020? And the answer is no. Yeah. You could be a good rapper and not be a good uh, musician. I think that some of the best rappers of our generation are not good musicians. I look at, like, and it's unfair to say because he has some really good albums, but, like, Alupe Fiasco, for example... I mm -hmm. think that I was just listening to him. Yeah, no, he's he's incredible. He's like like fantastic, but I I don't know, I just can't get over his music sometimes. It's it's difficult to digest what he's saying. Whereas, you know, somebody like Kendrick Lamar, 
is not only giving you these really compelling pieces of music, he's giving you these really enjoyable pieces of music that you can you can put it on at a party and then you can go home and pick it apart for like 12 hours straight and like dig for all the meaning and like that is a beautiful thing and um i definitely haven't gotten to that level as an artist but like hey you know we'll keep trying we'll keep trying to be it kendrick takes time. it takes absolutely time. <laughs> rapping is not you know i'm reminded of our friend thomas who uh <laughs> shout out to thomas if he's listening to this um he said something that along be- the lines of, he better he better I'm gonna I'm gonna spam it on Twitter so he better. Um, oh God. Uh, he said something along the lines of like, rap is just screaming into a microphone. There's a lot, and I'm like the delivery perform the delivery portion of the whole thing. I get it. It's it's pretty easy. It's pretty easy to rap, but writing a good verse is very difficult when you're when you start to get into like internal rhyme schemes and like entendres and like shit like that like it's extremely difficult and i don't even know how i do it like i was talking to my brother recently and he was like how do you even like write this shit like some of it is like kind of impressed not to toot my own horn or anything but he's like some of the- no, it's good i i listen to like your ob songs like for example i think steven um, steve crowder oh yeah yeah and I'm just looking at the lyrics and I'm like, what the fuck, first of all? <laughs> and second of all, holy shit. Yeah. Like, what were, you, what, were you, what were you smoking, first of all? And what were you thinking of to write this shit? <laughs> well, you know, I was actually sober. I mean, I was drinking, like, alcohol, but, like, I was... I didn't start smoking weed until, like, a few months ago. And I'm actually very interested to see how that's going to impact my music. Because I heard that it brings out a lot of creativity in people. But, um... Yeah, I I never know. I mean, it, it just kind of happens. Like, I find, like, I think of, like, one kind of, like, f- it usually starts with, like, a joke that, like, either I tell or I hear a friend tell. And then I kind of, like, craft, like, a line around that. Um, And then everything else from that point, like, after you get, like, that first line down, everything else just becomes, like, really easy. Yeah, and it, and it's, like, you just kind of have to, like, think of, like, words that rhyme and fit into the rhyme scheme and then it's like how can you make a joke out of that how can you make a joke out of that and you get to the point where it's just like you know these take me a long time by the way i mean for a good song it takes me like at least like a month to write it um how long did it take you to write um the first and second like obi's album um i think they came out like about a year apart but I definitely wasn't working on it the entire time. I'd say like a couple months, like three months maybe. Yeah. Um, and that's just because like, you know, I kind of like, like we're, we're uh, about to drop a mixtape somewhat soon. And um, I only have three songs written for it. But I drop one song and then I kind of use that as motivation to get the rest done and to push myself a little bit because I'm like the biggest procrastinator that I know, like if if there's not a deadline for something, like I'm going to wait until the last minute to do it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop a single. I'm going to drop another single. I'm going to drop the release date. And then I'm just going to like work, work, work my ass off until it's done and sounds good. I love that. Yeah. I'm really excited for it though. I mean, um, it's been a minute and, uh, 
it definitely uh it was a lot of fun last time the the last mixtape i mean i got like kids at my school listening to it uh we sold t-shirts we sold like 17 which you know sounds like oh, nothing but like hey that's that's so 17 awesome. t-shirts to somebody that like has like i don't know like 10,000 plays on soundcloud is like pretty clutch i got like 50 dollars profit uh th- thanks custom <laughs> ink for that one even though it was a fucking pain in the ass to get it done but yeah no it's really rewarding and i i just want to keep on um you know it's not about becoming a rapper i don't that's not even the profession i would want to enter as an adult it, it's just all about fun it's all about uh pushing the boundaries of my creativity and and having a good time with it like this cycle i i i don't know how i'm gonna do it because mike who is the other member of ob's for those listening that have no idea what we're talking about um he lives in south carolina i live in los angeles california um we don't work on this shit together but i want to do like music videos how am i gonna do music video i don't fucking know but we're gonna figure it out you know yeah it's like how am i gonna sell t-shirts nobody gives a fuck about me well i'm gonna do it anyways like because i want to i want to design a t-shirt i want to record a music video i want to do all these things it's just fun it's so much fun mm-hmm. it's having fun it's living life. exactly and you know it used to be kind of like a when i when i did the first ob's mixtape it was strictly out of spite because my my personal soundcloud just wasn't getting that many plays i'd get like maybe like a hundred plays per song when i used to get like you know like a couple thousand which is like still nothing in the grand picture of things but like to me just like in my bedroom recording these little songs like it's nice um and then people just stopped listening and i was like i guarantee you i could get way more plays just fucking around with mike than doing anything he, he'll he swear that he obese was his idea and like he's right but like you know who's writing all the songs bitch me so <laughs> if anyway i have the final say baby um so i was like yeah fuck it you know this 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 could be fun so i did it out of spite and like you know it got some decent traction and then the second mixtape got some like really good traction and those numbers are kind of like even misleading on soundcloud i think we're at like ten thousand plays but i have a lot of friends and know a lot of people that like aren't even really friends that like download it and put it onto their spotify's so i don't even know like what those streaming numbers are looking like but there's a lot of uh not a lot but there's there's a good amount of uh, excitement built up around it and uh yeah i just want to keep on like uh pushing the envelope a little bit keep people um satisfied and and uh make things interesting i love it on when when you first sent it to the chat i was like oh god what is this because <laughs> i didn't think i didn't listen to like a lot of soundcloud artists or rappers or anything i know like there was a bunch that came off of there right onto spotify and apple music but when i was listening to this i'm just like jesus christ this is fucking good for some reason like i don't know what it was but it was just like something I've never heard before. And I've listened to a lot of shitty music to good music to whatever music. I absolutely love it. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, you know, 
I, I don't even, I don't really have anything to compare it to. I think at first it was very like, um, it was based off of just like a lot of like parody shit. Like on our first mixtape, we have like a country song. We have, um, yo, I got some, oh God, I just got like a really weird text. I'm sorry. I got, we got like a country song on there. We got some like <laughs> Japanese trap shit. We got some um some like death grips uber experimental hip-hop uh, and then you know it's just like some weird ass shit and i was like this was gonna be so much fun you know people didn't really love all of it you know everyone had their fi their favorites excuse me um but it's so much fun and the second mixtape was definitely more of of us coming into a certain style um and I think the third mixtape is going to sound like a lot more like the second, just because that is the kind of music that I want to make. I think every every artist should have like some sort of like defining quality about their music. And I don't know how it, I would describe mine, but I think that like when I hear music that I make, I know that it's me making it like it doesn't sound like I'm just copying somebody. Um, yeah, because all I really do is, you know, I mean, I write a verse. And then, or like, I'll, I'll write like a, yeah, maybe like a verse. And then I'll go on YouTube, find a sick beat. And then, you know, just put a song together. And it's like, I don't, I don't think when you're doing that, like, there's no way you can really be copying anybody else because it's not like I'm going on. It's not like I'm like just going on YouTube and being like Travis Scott type beat. Then I get in my auto tune bag and it's like. Like that's just not oh, me. God. Oh, I'm getting it. Oh no, not at um, all. and but I don't even know what is me. I don't know what it is, but you know, it's fucking, it's it's, it's fun. It's hilarious. It's imp you're improving every time, like improvements all the time with every song you come out with or any single album. It's just fucking perfect in my in my own opinion, and I feel like in the next five years it'll be really big. Who knows? It'll fucking be big off of TikTok. <laughs> Yeah, um, my friend, uh, my friend Josh, when we were, when we were rolling out the second mixtape, he was like, I think the single was, uh, Ben Shapiro 2020. By the way, I don't, I don't, it's all like parody. Like I don't support, fuck Ben Shapiro, fuck Steven Crowder, just for the record. Yeah, dude, I, oh, oh, what do you call it? I can tell all of these are jokes and anyone could tell those jokes because if they actually talk to you, you're nowhere near. Oh yeah, I'm 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 very liberal but, and shit. <laughs> I fucking hate those guys, but I thought it'd be funny. And guess what? It fucking worked. You know why? Because that song has like two thousand plays, and like the only reason it does is because like <laughs> we went under like all of Ben Shapiro's tweets and like spammed the link, and then we get some like some oh, white God. cracker conservative ass motherfuckers like talking about like oh like. I hate rap music, but this is actually kind of funny. And it's like, it's like, I, I hate you as a person, but like, thank you for listening, I guess, you know? Hey, anything yeah. Works, but anyways, anyways, back to the point I was making originally. Um, uh, he was like, and then we dropped the song, uh, I think Blonde Thugger. And he was like, these songs are literally <laughs> like two months apart and they sound like, like you sound like you've just gotten so much infinitely better on the microphone. And I'm just like, yeah, I mean, it's just because like, you never, I'm, I'm exploring. I mean, I'm, I'm, um, 
finding new things every day in terms of uh, what I can do with my voice, what I can't do with my voice. Um, and there's just certain things like how close am I standing to the microphone? What kind of filters am I putting on my voice? Um, discovering what a stereo track was, was pretty pivotal because like I can add some more like depth to my vocals and you know, there's just all these yeah. little pieces and it's like the more, you know, the better it's going to sound. And every single time I record a new song, I'm, I'm learning something new. So it's going to sound a little bit better. Um, I, I do fear of like the well running dry because at the end of the day, I'm a, I'm a 19 year old straight white male living in Los Angeles, <laughs> California. What do I really have to talk about? Um, other than like depression, which is um, a lot of like uh, the Eddie Eddie mixtape above dirt. Uh, that was what a lot of it was about. Um, yeah, but I wrote those songs like a couple of years ago because I'm not I'm not depressed anymore, which is why I feel like the OB's music is, is a more honest reflection of the person that I am today because I really am out here smoking dope and drinking alcohol and banging bitches and shit and like. You know, that, not to like, I'm not like flexing or anything. Yeah, like, this is just my life now, as opposed to like a couple of years ago, I was like sitting in my bedroom, just simping, crying, writing music, being all sad and shit. But that's not me anymore. I mean, I can talk about love, I guess. I think my next, um, if I do another 8080 project, uh, it's probably going to be like a, a love album, maybe like a heartbreak album. I don't know. I got my heart broken recently. So. You know, I'm in my, I'm in that bag emotionally. You're in your yeah, field. music is all about pain. Music is 100% about pain. Good music, at least. I mean, oh, yeah. I think that every single song on um, Above Dirt was uh, derivative of some sort of pain that I had in my life. Whereas OB's is like, almost like the anti-pain, where it's like, I'm just, uh... I'm just like fucking around, having a good time. Um, making some fucked up songs. Yeah, making some <laughs> fucked up songs. Um, that are all parody, by the way. All parody. I I can't even. You know what the thing is though. I can't even like share those songs on like my social media pages anymore. Cause like. Oh no. I mean, I just have too many friends that care too deeply about the things that I'm like making fun of. Or not even making fun of, but like and they'll get mad at you. I, I fear that. I fear that. Um, that's why the, the next mixtape is definitely going to be toned down a little bit because I'm not trying to offend. That was never my intention. It was definitely, like you said earlier, uh, anything for a click. I was strictly going yeah. for like shock value. I thought it was hilarious that we were baiting Ben Shapiro fans to listen to our music, but you know somebody that that cares strongly about politics um listening to our music that is like a friend of mine like i don't want to offend them yeah i mean that was like you know when when ob's really started like i didn't have that many friends so i was like well fuck it i don't care what people on the internet think about me <laughs> i still don't that was that was me when i was when i was starting to write articles yeah i didn't necessarily give a shit for what people were like all gonna say about me like Oh, you're fucked up for saying this. I wrote a bunch of articles that I, sh I don't think I shouldn't have wrote them, but it was just me basically just like showing hatred towards people, like oh athletes. Like for example, 
I wrote an article about that pro wrestler Matt Riddle. <laughs> I I said he wasn't all that. He fucking tweeted about it and then blocked me. Really? Like, oh shit! Wow. Yeah, I had the picture still. I can send it to you later, but he blocked me, and a bunch of his fans were all over my page telling me to go die. You're a little bitch. <laughs> um, you have no life. And I'm like, oh shit! It got like over like fucking three thousand views, and I'm like, should I keep writing these articles? And I kept doing it more and more and more. And it got to the point where it was draining all of a sudden. Every time I posted something on like any social media, it would get a bunch of like hatred. I'm like, do I really want to go forward with this? Like show like all of this hatred or should I like write something that people were like, oh shit, that was actually pretty good to read. That's so funny. And it's, it's, a, it's wild. I had to delete my fucking old Twitter because all of the fucking blocked people I had on there, I was like, okay, I'm trying to be a journalist. I'm not trying to be <laughs> a, a fucking blogger who hates everybody and like fucking sits in their basement saying, oh, you guys are piece of shit. I'm fucking hateful towards you. I'm like, no, that's not me. I mean, I will say this, though. Um, so what I really want to be professionally is like a music journalist. Um, yeah. So I can definitely relate to this. I would write like album reviews for my high school newspaper. Very cool, right? Um, <laughs> and um, that's pretty. Sick. So basically, my mentality. <coughs> oh, sorry. My mentality whenever writing a review was basically <sighs> write about this album like it's either the the best album of all time or the worst album of all time. And, you know, that definitely got, like, it got people talking. And that's, like, an extremely exciting thing for me. I I feel like we live in an age where any publicity is good publicity. So, for you to do all that, and, you know, I don't really watch wrestling, but uh, Matt Riddle seems like a pretty funny guy, so. He's he's chill. He's very chill. I just wrote this, I think, because the thing is, I didn't have, like, a fault at the point of the time. I was busy with a lot of work in school. So whenever I saw any clips, I was like, this guy isn't shit. And I was just being like a douchebag. I think it was like when I was like 16, 17. So I was just being like, and I wasn't really friends with a lot of people. I only talked to like certain amount of people. So me throwing this hatred was like whatever fucking got clicks. Because like, oh, you're a controversial guy here. And I'm like, fuck it, I'll be controversial then. And I wrote an article about when CM Punk was in UFC and he fought this guy, Mike Jackson. And I basically just tarnished the both of them, saying they're not good fighters. It's going to be a boring fight. It was a boring fight, but I should have just been more like, eh, I'm not going to say that. The dude responded to me saying he was going to give me CTE. And I was like, oh, wait, shit. what? Calm wait, yeah. Matt Riddle said this he, shit? Uh, no, no, no. Mike Jackson said That he was going to give you CTE? What yeah. the fuck? I was bro? like, oh, shit. It was, dude, it was on like Valentine's Day, and I was like, "Happy Valentine's Day!" Yeah, man. Like, yeah, fucking shit, man. bro. I was like, I was "Yeah, you guys going, start, you guys start making out after that." Happy <laughs> Valentine! I'm gonna fuck you until you got CTE, bitch. I said I was gonna give. Him, oh, okay, calm down. Whoa, I said I was gonna give him chocolates, and he got even mad. I was like, "Oh shit!" I was just trying to be nice. He's like, to you, "Fuck man. chocolates, bitch! I want some roses." that's crazy no but that isn't that like really cool that like i know that like you know you have a president in the oval office right now that calls journalism the enemy of the people and shit like that but like the impact is crazy that you can have and it's like here's the thing nobody wants to hear 
um, some in-between shit. Nobody wants to hear you say, oh, I thought this fight was, like, okay, but, like, it was a little boring, but it was fine. Or, like, an album, like, oh, this album had some, like, good songs. It was okay, but, like, I don't know. Nobody wants to hear that shit. They, they want their opinions no to be validated or challenged. And if you're challenging somebody's opinion, um... And, and clearly you were, because he, he was obviously very upset, and he, he felt quite challenged, apparently. <laughs> um, you know, that's, that's what it's all about, though. That, that's, it, that's journalism right there. You shouldn't have to, like, please everybody, because, you know, public opinion is going to change from year to year. You never know what people are going to like, what they favor. Um, you want to talk about, like, sports, like, look at, look at, like, basketball. You think people like Steph Curry were in basketball before he was around, just fucking shooting threes left and right taking like 30 shots a game from like half court no like things evolve people change um so you shouldn't spend your life trying to like please everybody and like changing with the times like stand by your own convictions be honest to yourself and like don't be a hater for like no reason but like of course it's just all for like i think it was just for the clicks like i said just to get a click or whatever it is to see whoever reacts to it because I was like it was the thing is I never wanted to be like a journalist at all I was sadly I wanted to fucking be a fucking pro wrestler I was like, <laughs> you and everybody like, else on Twitter bro I was, I was like I, I was watching this shit growing up maybe I should do this and I wanted to be a singer and I was like eh, I can't even <laughs> sing so what the fuck am I gonna do <laughs> I'm gonna fucking scream into the mic all these metal songs that I fucking listen to but then I was like this guy was like hey write articles you're like sports articles I'm like okay fuck it let's do it and every single one of them, I was just being, like, obnoxious or rude. Or, like, I would say, Roman Reigns isn't the top guy. Or Goldberg is old and boring. I'm like, hmm, okay. And just, it got all these clicks. And I noticed whenever I wrote these articles where I was, like, basically doing, like, what you said, in between stuff. Like, being, like, nice. And saying, oh, it was, like, it was a boring fight, but it was pretty, you know, good for other type of fans. No, it wasn't a good fight. It was boring. I fucking slept through it like a fucking aspirin. Come on. Yeah, yeah. No, there's there's no point in like trying to. Um... Wait, hold on. I gotta send a text real quick. Sorry, I'm talking to my Tinder bitches. You already know what it. You already know what it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no point in trying to please everybody. And like, again, like people want their opinions to be uh, validated. So if people agree with you, and you know, I'm sure like a lot of people do, they're gonna love reading that. And people that disagree with you, they're going to hate reading that. But guess what? They're going to be talking about it. And uh, that's how you blow up. You know, that's like, uh, that's like exactly what I was doing with um, OBs. Yeah, OBs. exactly. Sorry. I was okay. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to spit some game and do a podcast at the same time. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's. You know, people, I, I get comments all the time on the songs. People are just like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, literally, I feel like, I feel like, I think like a few people have like commented that word for word. What the fuck is this shit? Um, what if it's, like, yeah, what but like, the hope is that you listen to it and you're like, this is crazy. But I kind of like, I kind of see like the artistic integrity here. Like, I kind of get what they're doing. Um, or or it's just like a joke and you know i i have artists that i put on to play for my friends because i think it's gonna make them laugh like the song um viagra by it's okay to cry 
or or mosh pit by Lil Barnacle <laughs> or um oh, some God, uh, yeah, that song. It's disgusting and fun, Oh oh mosh fun, pit. Yeah. Uh, Lil is funny, put, man. Lil Barnacle is definitely a big uh big influence for me in the in the early in the early OB's days. Just like this I mean obviously I'm not going to be like using like racial slurs or anything cuz like that's just like a little bit beyond me. I'm not going to do that fuck shit, but um he was fucking what like 12 when he was making this shit. He sounds so young. It's hilarious though. He knew exactly what he was doing. Um and you know it didn't age very well, but like it's it's funny as shit. Come on. And um oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, and there's another artist named D Bangs that I took a lot of influence from. Uh, yeah, he he's funny as shit too. Um and he's actually a pretty, you know, him specifically because he's a pretty technically proficient rapper, but he's also funny as fuck. Like that's that was like my point of making OBs is that like I'm going to do this crazy shit, but, like, I'm going to try my best to make it sound good. Because just because yeah. you're doing, like, some meme shit doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be bad. And I think that you know, there's definitely some songs on, like, the last OB's mixtape that are just, like, just genuinely just songs. Like, they're not even, like, created for the, the, the sake of shock value. I mean, like, the the lyrics are like kind of silly but like to me like i don't know you know the song blonde thugger um on the it was on the second mixtape yeah that is like one of the like one of my favorite songs that i've ever written just because of how or mainly the instrumental there's like this like little like melody in the background and how like the 808s are just booming so hard and like it's a beautiful song to me and like i wrote it um and and recorded it right outside like this big window that I have in my house and it was like super sunny in the spring and like everything was just beautiful and like everything about the song just sounds so right by the way my god one day you gotta like fly out here and I'll play you like the real version of these songs because like SoundCloud takes a lot of the quality out like a lot of like the bang and like the clarity of the vocals and shit but like you put like my yeah. my headphones on and listen to it from my computer like the raw recording and like look at like a sunset or something it's fucking gorgeous like genuinely genuinely uh some beautiful shit sorry i was reaching for a another we're we're getting a little tipsy tonight boys you got an audio how you were like you got out of the microphone way and you could hear in the background it was nice um wait, oh yeah where are you from where am i from? oh i'm from um where you where are you living? I'm um I'm from LA. Well, I'm originally from San Diego. Yeah, I spent. Oh my god, my mom's yelling in the background. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Wait. What's, yeah. Okay. Yes, I was born and raised in San Diego, and <laughs> I moved. <laughs> I moved during like uh, sophomore year of high school, like before sophomore year. Um, and I've been living in LA ever since. And then I moved to, I went, I'm going to school in San Francisco, but the coronavirus got us all fucked up. So, but yeah, I thought it'd be fun to like slowly move up the coast a little bit. You know what I mean? San Diego, LA, SF, next stop, Canada. We're going to get some like free healthcare yeah. and shit. You know what I mean? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I fuck Canada. No, I love Canada. Oh, I'm just kidding. 
Nothing, res- nothing but respect <laughs> for my Canucks out there. The Canadians gonna hear this. I don't even. I, I know like two Canadians, so I don't. I don't really have to like say that much. I, you know, know, it's it's one of those countries. It's there. And I'm, I'm yeah. not gonna move there, but you can make fun of it, and it's it's okay. It's whatever. Yeah, it, it really is like the most like not the shit on can. This is really like a Canada fuck fest, but like. Um, it's just one of those non-countries, you know, like they're there, they're there, but there's not too much going on anyways. Oh, beautiful people, by the way, and just beautiful. They got snow and meese or mooses or whatever you call them. Beautiful country. But, um, I think, I think, I don't know what it is. I I heard it once, but I think moose, 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 mooses. I don't, dude. It's turned into, like, English class. We went from, like, <laughs> having a nice conversation about music and journalism to fuck Canada. And how do you say the word mooses in plural? <laughs> really uh, jumped off a cliff right there. Um, I'm drinking a little bit, so that's probably... I'm not the in the most uh, clear state of mind, but I'm having such a good time. I love that. But um, I was gonna say, for me, I'm I was well, born and raised in North Hollywood, and love it. It's so <laughs> you know. And now I I moved to Victorville, and it's just a lot of fucking desert and dirt and rednecks. It's pretty nice. Wait, yeah. So we're we're pretty close, actually, right? Yeah, we're not that bro. Far. We should we should definitely be... meet up. What the fuck? You know, with the coronavirus, like I don't gotta, I don't gotta go to school for like eight months now. So, you know, I'm gonna be in the area. We'll meet up, dude. I heard you're trying to be a SoundCloud rapper. We can make a song or something. Oh God, yes. Yeah. What have you ever? So wait, I wanted to ask. Like, uh, you said that like you considered making music. Like, have you ever made anything? Have you ever wrote anything? I used to write a lot. I, I used to have like a like maybe at least I would I, I what do you call it buy five night notebooks. I was gonna say notebooks. Fuck. Anyways, notebooks, and I would just fill every page up with lyrics of any type of genre I listen to, from like rap to mostly metal and emo and some ska. I was I used to listen to a lot of the Sublime and Dropkick Murphys, so like just so, so some punk value into it, and I would just write all this stuff over and over again. It was it got filled with them, and I just forgot about him when I moved and I was like fuck it I'm not going to do this anymore because I was going into journalism but Jesus I've always wanted to make music but I just always felt like you can't do it so just move on dude you should come over to my house so we can make a ska album I would absolutely <laughs> I would be absolutely I would listen to it until the day I die or like a punk album would... dude I've like just I'm just yeah. now getting into rock music like I used I was like strictly rap and R&B for a while but there's this one um this punk band in Australia called the Chats and I've heard about they're fucking nuts and they're it's such good music and my dad you know I kind of grew up on uh on rock and um and punk and that kind of stuff and like a little bit of like like my dad got me on like rock and punk and then my mom was like a little like motown a little like maroon five action you know what i mean and um yeah 
but yeah, I'm like, I'm just now like really starting to appreciate it as a genre. And I really would love to make some rock music, uh, whether it's like ska or punk or whatever. I think it'd be a lot of fun. It would be amazing to do. I've always, because that's what I mostly do out of the I'm writing articles and I'm listening to music. I just made a new Spotify because I don't know if you ever like this, but I don't like my sometimes met on um, what do you call it mixing up together. Like for example, I'll be listening to like Kendrick, and then the next song it'll be a song by Dropkick Murphys or by the Dead Kennedys right. or by like Beartooth, like for you know rock and metal or sometimes Green Horizon when they were actually good. But um, now it's just like uh, I like listening to rap more and to like all of these other type of people. So I made my account for that and a separate account for like different genres so i can get into the mood whenever i smoke and have to write i'm like you know let's fucking do this and oh it's just been wild you smoke yeah oh my boy what do you think i am right now i'm fucking chill oh shit bro i didn't even know i thought look at us getting (laughs) getting all fucking fucked up love that shit um yeah no i mean there's definitely um i have i have um i actually like base my playlists off of uh my setting like if i'm in my or like no like literally just like the place because i'm a pretty like i'm a pretty emotionally stable person so i don't really get like sad especially lately like i'm i just have not been sad like i've just been like kind of like just chilling just big vibing um yeah exactly life life is pretty great um (laughs) um so it like if i'm like outside and it's sunny then i have like i'm gonna put on some like i don't know anderson pack and some beach boys and some uh i don't know some maybe like uh self-control by frank ocean some like his lighter songs i don't know and then if i'm like in my my dorm room uh and we have like a strobe light so I'll put on some like disco music, more like uh, cool. "In My Room" by Frank Ocean. There's Frank Ocean has like a, a song for every every setting, truly. Um, or if I'm like sitting by a fireplace, I'll put on some like King Cruel, you know, like some soft, like mellow, but like not like too sunny, kind of like subdued. I don't know. It's hard to describe, but like yeah, and it's like I don't really have. Um, I kind of gave up on uh when i say playlists i really mean that like i just like rely on certain artists and certain songs in in those settings um because i kind of gave up on playlists i had one really big one that got to like two thousand songs long and i was just like well this is kind of worthless at this point like i might as well just like listen to the stuff that i want to listen to whenever i want as opposed to like shuffling through and like hoping i find a song that i that i'm actually like in the mood for um, That's what I did with Spotify. I have like six thousand liked songs, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't do that. Yeah, no, it's it's ridiculous, and it also is like pretty like I'm somebody that, like I mentioned earlier, I listen to a lot of of new music, so yeah. uh, I spend most of my time just listening to like new albums, and then like if it's a really good album, like I'll revisit it a couple of times. Um, if it's like a really good album. Like, really, really, really good. Then, you know, I'll play it, like, pretty constantly. Like, the, the new King Cruel album titled uh, Man Alive. 
You should all listen to that, by the way. Beautiful project. Just poetry in motion, truly. When I was in Colorado, I was listening to it. I would have got it a lot. And I was like, holy shit. This is and the scenery was perfect in Colorado. It was snowing a lot. Oh. And I was like, God bless um, I envy you. I envy you. That's special. Yeah, no, he's he's one of those artists that uh, I actually, you know, I already like fucking adore the album. But I went on a hike recently and uh, it was super foggy. And, like, to the point where, like, you couldn't... And it, it was pretty high up, like, kind of, like, on a mountain. To the point where, like, you couldn't see anything but the trail. And it literally felt like I was, like, climbing the staircase to heaven while listening to uh, Man Alive by King Cruel. And I was just like, this is yeah. so... This is perfect. If I die right now, like, totally fine. <laughs> Everybody in the Discord chat. Is he gonna die? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone was talking about, like, me falling off a cliff. Oh, fuck you. I'm, <laughs> yo, I got, I got fucking stability, bitch stability but anyway <laughs> i'm tweaking anyways um yeah um it's just one of those albums that like the poetry in it is just so like moving but the music is also uh very easy to listen to very catchy it reminds me of like you know like a not like not sonically whatsoever but like you know like to pimp a butterfly by kendrick lamar or blonde by frank ocean it's just like these albums that are like so easy to listen to but it's very like in the mood type of thing yeah and you can just vibe with it they're very thought-provoking lyrics just absolute master classes of of uh of art of music i think king cruel is a very underrated artist in general i mean he only drops an album like every three years but um i went on a spotify page and like most of his songs have like under a million plays i'm like what i saw that and i was like how come on I was going to see him in concert in uh in March. No, April, sorry, in April. But uh fucking coronavirus, right? Yeah, so not that's not happening We're anymore. Plans for people. I know I was going to go to that concert, get high as fuck and just have the time of my life. Concerts are always like like they're always among like my favorite like days in my entire life. Or like if I like look back, like what are like my favorite memories in life? I mean, there was one concert I went to. It was an artist named Joey Perp, and I met oh. I met like I met Post Malone, Kyle, G Easy, Halsey, just like outside randomly. That's crazy. And there's this there's this uh, a rap group called Injury Reserve. Um, I've heard about them. Yeah, no, you should listen to the music. Really good. They were at the concert, like yeah. in the mosh pit, That's and insane. I was just like sauced. And I went over to like Richie, who's like kind of like the lead member of there he's like the lead vocalist i'd say and i was like yo dude you're fucking amazing i hope you know that and he's just like thanks thanks dude. no it wasn't like it wasn't like that he was like he seemed like kind of like startled but he was like oh thanks dude i appreciate it and then like we moshed and then like after the concert he came up to me he was like good shit my guy and i was like oh dude you were fucking happy i bet oh that was like the greatest day post malone was a big chiller too he was like, oh, Aiden, I listen to your music. And I was like, no, I'm just kidding. He didn't do that. But, like, I was just like, <laughs> we just talked about I was about to say, I was like, hold on a minute. <laughs> Dude, I'm convinced. Oh, my God. Have I ever told you that um, I, dropped a, I dropped a song? Um, it was, like, one of my first songs. It was called Aloner. It was, like, that's – it's very corny. Trust me. It was, like, A slash loan slash er to play on the fact that, like, 
the 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 base loan can be either like a loan or loner. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it I thought it was way clever, and I thought it was so cool for doing it. It was fucking corny, but anyways, <laughs> um, so I used this instrumental that um, it was from Tyler the Creator's fashion show. Yeah. Um, his like his uh his golf shit and um he never like ended up using it on a song so i was like okay um let me you know it's a beautiful instrumental like i'll use it and then so i put it out you know it has like i don't know like 800 plays like it did decently um and then tyler is rolling out the flower boy album and his first song is called mr lonely and guess what instrumental it is Wow. And guess what the song's about? And then, so I'm like, wait a minute. No, I mean, obviously, I'm not accusing Tyler, the creator, of stealing anything from me. He probably had that song done long before I wrote mine. But I thought it was very funny. And then my my uh, my song ended up on the the Genius page for uh, for that. I don't know how. I forget how. But, like, so it kind of got clouded up a little bit because people were like, oh, this guy remixed this song by Tyler. Let me check it out. The song was shit. But like, you know, like all my old, all my old music is shit. Like I listen to anything that, uh, and you know, like we were talking about it a little bit earlier about how like progression as an artist, but, um, if I listen to any of my old songs, they just fucking make me like want to just curl up in a ball and cry. They're so bad. (laughs) The lyrics were so bad. I dropped a song that was like, (laughs) I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. It was like a kind of like a black lives matter anthem like it wasn't like as like it it was kind of like i wasn't like acting up or anything but like it was it was like pretty socially aware and it was like i was writing it from the perspective of a white person so i was like recognizing like my privileges and shit on the song and i was like well this could be you know this is like something that i i feel passionately about so let me make a song about it but i feel like if any other white rapper on this planet made a song about that kind of shit, I'd just be like, you're such a cornball. Like, you are you so <laughs> desperately want to be accepted by the hip-hop community. You're just willing to do whatever it takes. And I was, like, a little too naive at that point to realize uh, to realize that. So, um, yeah, there's that song. I don't know if you remember Progress. Actually, I mean, yeah, how long have you been listening to my music? Uh, about maybe... To, I think before my trip to Colorado, I listened. I started listening to you guys, and I was like, "Well, goddamn." Okay, yeah, I had this song called "Progress" that had a couple thousand plays, and it was okay. But it was just like the most robotic thing ever. Like my flows and my voice were just so one-dimensional. Now I gotta listen to it. It's gone, but actually, I could I could email it too if you want me to. Email, I actually, yeah, yeah I, I have the. That would uh, be good. I have the original file. Um, I can email. I could email you all those songs. I have all the songs I've ever made. It's just that a lot of them are deleted. I actually yeah. wrote a. I wrote a um, <laughs> for my friend Eli. He had a, like a little wrestling company, and he was like, "Aiden, can you make me a theme song?" And I made him a theme song, and it was so funny watching him walk out to the song that I made. And there was like, uh, there's a good amount of people there. Like I don't know, like fifty to hundred people. You know, nobody was like nodding their heads to my theme song, but it's cool. They were just like looking around, like they're like, "Who the 
who the fuck made this trash ass song? <laughs> no, nah, it, it was it was that song was like okay, like it was it was cool. It, it was so much fun. I just love 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 the opportunity to do fun things like that. And like like I was saying earlier, like making T-shirts or music videos or like anything like that, just to do something a little bit extra, a little bit more and like really engage with my art and really, you know, dive into it. Um, yeah. It's just so much fun. I genuinely like if, if you still have aspirations for making music, fucking do it. Because you know what? Even if you can't, even if you suck at it, you know, I have a lot of friends that make music and they suck. And, like, you can say I suck. Like, if anybody were, like, to tell me that I suck, like, I'd just be like, okay, like, I get it, you know? I'm not fucking Drake. I'm not Drake, so I can't just be like, oh, I I suck, huh? Look at all my fucking platinum records, bitch. Those suck, too. (laughs) But I'm gonna be like, oh, yeah, I suck. Well, I have, like, a thousand plays on this one song, bitch, so suck my... No, no, you can't do that. (laughs) Um, So... You know, just do it. I mean, I feel like if you if you're coming from a genuine place and and you genuinely have like a passion for it, you you can't make bad music. I think you make bad music when you're making music for the sake of making music because you feel like, uh, because you feel like people are gonna care or you feel like I I had like a friend like cover do like some some like random cover song, and um, it was pretty bad. It was like his vocals were just super flat and like, he was like way too close to the microphone and like, but like the only reason he did it was to like impress people. And I'm like, if you're doing it for that reason, you're never going to make good music. You have to make it for yourself. Make it because you love it. Make it because you care. Don't make it because you feel like you have to. I feel like that's what happens when, you know, you look at artists like, uh, like Kanye West or, uh, you know, maybe, like, a lot of, like, the older artists just in general. Like, the quality of music is not there anymore. Because... Yeah. I get you now. Yeah. I mean, Kanye, he's he's a fucking nut job. So, like, it's impossible to tell with him. But when you get to the point where it's, like, you're totally successful. You know, you have millions upon billions of dollars. You have a family. You have everything you could possibly want in life. And the only reason you're making music is because you think the fans want it. Then you're not you're not making good music anymore. You're making music because have you have to. One friend. I have this one friend. He's like a soundcloud rapper and all that, and he wants to make music. He's going to college for like graphic design. He'll probably watch this and talk shit to me about this. But he makes like music and everything and all these songs. And when I listen to your stuff and I listen to his stuff, I'm not trying to like do like comparisons or like try to like you know put somebody down but his stuff is just like i can see through you i can see through all of the things you're saying because he was dating this girl and then they broke up and then all of a sudden he's about yeah um fuck bitches eat pussy all this stuff (laughs) whatever and then his next song he puts out he's all crying over the ex and i'm like dude what is this and most recently not recently but like a couple of months like I think it was like a month before Juice passed away. Um, he made a song and he had Juice on it. And then I told him, why is Juice on your song? He's like, oh, I got Juice on it. I'm like, no, you didn't. <laughs> I know you're lying. I can tell you're fucking lying. From, the, from a mile away, I can. He's like, oh, I got skill. That's why I'm like, you are so fucking salty and sad. And Right when Juice passed away, he immediately removed the song from Spotify, from SoundCloud, from everything. I'm like, 
you didn't have to do that. You could have just made better music. And now he's like, oh, should I make a new album? I'm like, please don't. Please, for the sake of God, <laughs> don't make another album. Hey, you said he's going to listen to this podcast? He probably will. Who knows? Oh, I haven't spoken to him in like three, four. I haven't spoken to a lot of people like I used to on Facebook or like fucking Snapchat. Right, right, right. Because like I'll be friends with them and we'll be talking and then they'll like start lying about, you know, how their life is. And how I'm like, you don't have to lie to me. You don't have to lie to me and make yourself seem cool or whatever. Just be fucking honest and I won't judge you. If you fucking game all day, Go for it. If you make music, fucking do it. If you, off, or if you're sucking the president's dick, go for it. I don't care. <laughs> fucking enjoy life, but don't. You don't have to lie about it. You don't have to lie about it at all. I feel that. I feel that. I mean, oh god. I mean, I have plenty of, of people in my life that uh, they just cap. They cap. For the, you know. But I feel. I feel the worst for those people. I feel awful for pe- for people that uh that feel like they need to like lie about their lives to make it seem more interesting because it's like, you know, deep down that they're having some sort of like, wait one second. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Um, yeah, basically, uh, I I feel bad for people that have to lie about things in their lives because you know, deep down, they know that they're lying. I mean, yeah. you have some people that are just like compulsive liars that can like convince themselves of things. But like, you know, I have like one friend that just like everything he says is like, you can just tell it's bullshit. And it's just like, dude, like you're a cool guy. Like you don't need to like to say all this shit. And it, it it's just like, it's the same for me. I mean, like, you know, the whole point of, of the OB shit at the beginning was like, you know, I was a fucking virgin when I started writing that shit, you know, <laughs> it's just like, but you listen to the lyrics, you're like, wait a minute. Um, I'm just like, hold on. Yeah. What did you want? Yeah. Talking about like, talking about like met up with your bitch and she's leaving without her hymen. Like, what do you, like, what oh, do you dude? Okay. So. I wanted to use that as a fucking caption for one of my shit posting fucking things, and well, my girlfriend was like, "You cannot use that. My fucking parents will see." I'm like, "Are you sure they'll see?" <laughs> I was like, "Are you sure about that?" I could, try, you know, I could use it for like one day. I was just trying to be a fucking douchebag because I was trying to. I think I was trying to fucking like roast this dude. I was like, "Eh, I'm gonna fucking use these lyrics," and he got fucking salty over. I'm like, "It's it's a joke." That's that's a hard line, bro. Yeah. It's like, it's like. No, exactly. like that's like that's one of those lines where it's just like, it, if you really think about it, it's like fucked up because it's like, damn, it's dude, like you have crazy. a girlfriend, but like I just slide in and like steal her virginity like that. Like you're dating her and like you couldn't even do that, but I come in out of nowhere and do that. Like you're gonna let that happen, bro. Honestly, I mean, clearly it's not based on true events, but um, <laughs> if it was, it'd be fantastic. Um, but I was a yeah, I was I, I was a virgin so when I wrote that line, so. But now it's like I'm I'm writing I'm writing my music from a much more uh, genuine place. I mean, like the the whole point of like OBs, like I was I was getting at earlier, is that it was it's like satirical. It's like supposed to be funny and shit. Um, yeah. now it's like, hey man, this is me. This is my life. This is what I'm doing. I mean, obviously, like I'm still gonna like like there's there's a line on the 
uh, the single that we're dropping soon. It was like, oh fuck, no, that's not even like a bad one. But like, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you some some sauce. It was like, um, uh, bitch, I feel like Ti. How I keep pussies in check. I don't, you know, you know, like the whole, you know, like the whole oh. Ti thing that happened recently. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I, I definitely yeah. like. I guarantee you, You're very like positive. five thousand rappers are gonna like rap a very similar line on their next albums, but like I'm just trying to beat them to the punch. Eminem. Like I'm talking about coronavirus and shit. I'm just trying to keep it modern, you know. I'm trying to think of any lines that like uh that are like sarcastic. I mean, yeah, like, I, I, like there's a line that's like um uh made a sex tape and it went straight to IMAX watching 3D as I make your bitch climax. Like, like we're not, we're not, we're not putting my sex tape on, on an IMAX screen, but like, it's still a bar, bro. I mean, you know, I'm just having fun with it. (laughs) Anything to make the song fucking. Exactly. It's, it's just, it's a joke, you know, but some people, exactly. Some people, really do preach this lifestyle that they are not living and it's just kind of like ugh, especially when they're white oh i hate white rappers don't even get me started bro i can barely listen to myself let alone fucking like macklemore and g easy token oh god dude nf get out of here bro <laughs> dude um i used to be one of those guys like oh my god nf is nf is so good and i was like wait a minute take a step back no. No, I mean definitely like if I listen to NF back in like um twenty Yeah, like yeah, back when I was like I don't know, like in freshman year, like eighth grade or something like that, I'd be all over it. He'd probably be one of my favorite yeah. rappers right now. But thank God for that because I see past the the corniness now. I don't even know what it is, honestly. I just white rappers are just so hard to listen to for me. I don't know, like it's just that like they like I know you grew up in the suburbs. Like, I know you grew up with both your parents and a middle class, like, middle class family and shit. It's like, your life's not that hard, exactly. bro. It's like, they'll make songs about, like, oh, my life was this, my life was that. And then they'll post throwback pictures of them with the people that they were talking about in the songs. It's like, are you sure about that? Yeah, no, it's, it's, um, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, I mean, hip hop has a culture of just capping, but you know, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to skate around it a little bit. <laughs> I'm trying to be the real me, you know what I mean? Or, or like make it so obvious that yeah. it's not the real me that like you get the idea. Exactly. Anyways, I yeah, it. I really have to go to the bathroom. Of course, <laughs> bro. <laughs> it, it it happens, you know. Yeah, go to Okay, <laughs> I'll be right back. Or do you want to like, we 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 could wrap it up. No, I was talking. I gotta go to the bathroom, yeah. mom. <laughs> Wait, what were you saying? I was saying, um, we could do whatever you want. You know what, mom? I have to. I have to go to the bathroom. She thought I was getting mad at her, bro. Anyways, um. <laughs> I mean, shit, it's been an hour already. Oh, yeah, it's been so I didn't even notice. <laughs> hey, time flies when you're having fun. Exactly. And honestly, like, for a podcast with me on it, there's, like, no way I'd rather end it than with me taking a shit. So <laughs> I think this is this is the perfect ending. Of course, thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun.
be on it anytime you want. Oh, I will come back. You have another guest on, and we'll just I'll fight him. All right. You get a guest on that thinks that Jay <laughs> right, get a guest that thinks that Jay Cole's better than Kendrick, and we'll spend like five hours fighting. I will bring like a catheter so I don't have to go to the bathroom. I will just like talk shit for five hours straight. <laughs> Good talking to you, Hey, You guys listen right, to this man. shit, all Good right? To you. Hey, and make sure to make sure to. <laughs> I gotta do the plug real quick, baby. Yo, follow me on SoundCloud at Eddie Eddie or OBs. That's O B E Z E. We're dropping music soon. Follow me on Twitter, Eddie Eddie A I D Y E D D Y. And you fucking listen to this man's podcast because this this guy is the coolest. This is my boy right here. Anyways, yes, yeah. it was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Talk to you later. Talk to you later.